this Warriors Life podcast 2023, episode 25. Uh, Swill Evans and Brad Larkin, back to our roots, mate. Uh, yeah. Tuesday night, having a beer, just uh, like we used to. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm on the ciders these days. The old beer, as you get old, things don't work out as right anymore. But yeah, I'm on the side. I'm really struggling with this new setup. Oh, for the viewers or the listeners out there, Will's got himself an electric stand-up computer desk. And all of a sudden, Will's standing up and pacing in front of me. It's it's kind of um, off-putting. He's looking None, pretty alpha. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm going to get a lot more annoying, Brad. You're going to hear a lot of uh, sitting as the new smoking, those sort of catchphrases that stand-up desk people yeah. throw out there. But uh, it's working out well. Might as well become um, vegan as well, mate. <laughs> uh, how have you been, man? It's been a couple of weeks since you've been on yeah. the pod. I've been good. Good. Uh, life full of work and kids' sport. But I'm um, getting a couple of, been working on the bar, actually. That's my little project at the moment, the bar and the shed, the come on in. Um, just trying to get that just where I want it to be. Oh, and I'm learning the drums. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah, I, yeah I, I've read a, I read a meme that says if you do something 20 minutes a day, you'll be better after one year, you'll be better than blah, blah, blah percent of the world. So I'm taking it on. So, yeah, 20 minutes a day, learning to drum. Nice. Any um any influences as far as drummers go? Uh, I'd love to be like Travis Barker, but that's never gonna happen. He's epic. But nah, nah, I'll just I'll I'll carve my own road, mate. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just wanted to remind you, Brad, that uh, this is an NRL ladder safe space. So if you do want to chat about the ladder, you're more than welcome. It's uh, no discrimination or anything like that um so yeah so you're you're more, you're more than welcome oh that that that's good i heard there's a bit a bit of a yeah yeah the ladder yeah there's, yeah, there's a little bit of a, a um, <laughs> difference of opinion yesterday later on the pod man fons Great actually listening. Uh, fons told me after yesterday's pod that i'd go blind if i keep looking at the ladder or oh, hang on no maybe that was about masturbating but because he, he lectured me about cutting back on both. So I forget which one the, uh, the blindness pertained to. But, yeah, anyways, uh, steering me away from that ladder. Um, yeah. I, I have to, one part of it I do agree with. This, oh, the amount of draws this year makes it a shit fight. Because it's, it's sort of like, I don't know if anyone out there list, watches supercar racing. And it, after half the field's done the pit stop and half the field has it. Like it is, oh, I do yeah, agree yeah. that it's kind of skewed at the moment. Three buys yeah, is too many, the isn't buy, it? The buys, you mean? Not, yeah. Not rules. Now, um, Andrew F. on Twitter has uh, helpfully sent through or posted on Twitter um, a, a ladder, which is, what is it? It's a table of wins as percentage of games played. So it's probably a more accurate representation of, of how everyone's gone um hasn't hasn't changed it up too much it's bumped the sharks down they've already used all three of their draws i think so that's they're they're sort of a, probably a bit more um elevated than they would be if not yeah uh, for those uh, warriors up to fourth alongside the raiders broncos back up to first spot outright um ahead of the panthers and storm um otherwise just about as it sits um, it must be pretty list. tight, though, is it? Because if if a couple of teams either side of everything, it's tight, tight, eh? Like what's? Oh yeah. After this many rounds, they only have four points separating what first and ninth is 
yeah, yeah. very rare, yeah. especially what was. So if, if we decided to drop years. a couple, we could tumble. Oh uh, yeah, that yeah, that's the thing. Like we're talking about top four, and it's totally realistic, even higher than that for the end of the season. But you know, two losses in a row, and we're <laughs> we're you know barely hanging on to a spot in the eight. So it is, it's uh, exciting and terrifying. It is. Jeez, it's good. Far out. So nice. Right. I'm, I'm I'm just I'm. I'm going probably a bit too over the top of my positive about the team this year, but I just I just figure so many years of not, I'd hate next year to be a dud year and not have taken and have taken this for granted. I want to enjoy this every step of the way. Yeah, yeah, good point. Um, and you'd hate to be like this is a, a great comp, um, but you'd hate to be going shit in a in a comp that's as exciting as close as this and, <laughs> and without some like absolutely dominant teams like this is the perfect year for a team to mm. you know tigers 05 which was and that was the most famous sort of year of parody in nrl history and yeah. we had fourth and fifth playing in the grand final that's the sort of year this feels like and the sort of year the warriors probably need to win a comp to be honest um, yeah it would be a good it'd be a good one to get jeez oh this is very possible. Do any of the teams skew you in the weekends now? Still, no, a not really. I mean, Kenrith are probably, it's more, and you know, they've had the wood on us for a while, won six or yeah, seven well, straight. Melbourne. Melbourne's won every game since 2015. But it's more those bogeys, not so much how they're playing. Um, That's the same as me. It's the ones we sort of year in, year out, often, quite often get beaten by that scare me. Like, just history scares me more than... The capability on the field this year, I think. Yeah, uh, South are another one that has a massive advantage over us uh, in the last sort of six or seven years, but we'll get to that. But later on, we'll have a look ahead to Friday's game. Um, before we go much further, Brad, just want to tell you about a couple of couple of guys I know. <laughs> uh, let's, yeah. let's call I've got a minute. Up. I've got a minute, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a couple of fellas from New Zealand just... Uh, couple of best mates started up a little container crew company in uh, in Sydney. Next thing you know, expanded to Brisbane, Melbourne, Perth, Auckland and Christchurch. They call themselves oh. Kings Container Crew. And um, they happen to sponsor this podcast. Oh, they sound like bloody great New Zealanders. I'll tell you what, they are. And they are great supporters of the Warriors. They absolutely bloody love them. And uh, we're very proud to have them on board and... Yeah, they're pumped to be with us as well. So if you're looking for any packing, unpacking solutions for your containers at, uh, at either end, get in touch with them, kingscontainercrew.com, kings with a Z. Uh, go to the work with us tab, same as if you're looking for a bit of work. Great bunch of fellas there. Um, yeah, you're really, you're really taking your container, putting your container at risk going anywhere else, Brad. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. No, uh, everyone I've walked bumped into lately, trying to send them that way. So thanks, uh, thanks, tell them, thanks. tell them we pushed you along. It'll be interesting to see if we get a bite out of this cherry. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It'd be quite cool to see if we could play someone working with them. Let us know, and we'll get you a free um, this warrior's life mouse pad for your new job. Maybe a, a uh, autograph photo of the mysterious Fonzie because I took a couple. <laughs> Couple of screenshots from our last Skype. Just uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the stick, eh? We've got our yeah, very own stick. It's cool. I'm uh, I'm a little bit jealous of yeah. Of the, yeah, people are out there wondering what he looks like. Yeah, 
Now he's got a good thing going. Um, yeah. Right oh, right oh. Yeah. Well, Brad, we yeah we uh, picked apart yesterday uh, the Friday's game. Went over the Dragons yesterday with Fonz. Um, any thoughts you want to add, Brad? There was a late one for you, mate. It was a late one. I had I made it through the first half. Watched the second half at six in the morning before footy. I enjoyed it. It wasn't wasn't pretty. Probably not the prettiest, but geez, it, it gave us some half a dozen highlights, I think. That um, nine shot. Yeah, exactly. Dallin, he's a lunatic. He is going great guns at the moment. It's a celebration, bitches. He is <laughs> Rick James in the shit out of NRL at the moment. And um, yeah, cause, and I wasn't big on him, but far out. Rocco Berry got a try, even though he's still not doing a hell of a lot, is he? Yeah, he's uh, doing enough, and he's yeah this week, which we'll get to. But I, we didn't really touch on that yesterday. Great to see them pile up the points. Um, first time they've scored nine tries in a game since 2016, yeah. when we uh, smashed a Newcastle team that I think only won one game that year under Nathan Brown. <laughs> <laughs> um. And, yeah, a couple of other stats to come out of that first time. The Warriors have scored 30-plus points in three straight games since 2007 After on the back of those uh, big wins over the Dolphins in Canberra. First time the Warriors have won three games by 20-plus points in a row since 2002. 2002? So, yeah. That's, um, yeah, it is. It's that's some good stats together. to be resetting. Yeah, Absolutely. Ten years' time, that record might get beaten. They'll be talking about this team this year that we're loving. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, teamless Tuesday, Brad. Yeah, um, who is it? I'm busy. Yeah, so no um, no big changes, just as we expected. Uh, Mitch Barnett coming in from, uh, back from suspension for Marata Nukore, who has been suspended for three weeks. So Barnett comes onto the bench. Josh Curran... Goes into the second row for. Uh, so he Nicoray. is playing. Yeah, so he actually got. I'll just uh, get there and save me uh, bumbling through it. The actual official um, news story here. So, according to NBN News, uh, Josh Curran has been handed a good behaviour bond following his scuffle involving a teenager in Port Macquarie last October. He appeared in court, uh, was it yesterday? Oh. And, yeah, so basically just uh, don't fuck up again kind of thing. So Yeah, is that, a, is that the Aussie version oh. of dispensation? Like, what is it? What, diversion. diversion. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. going to ask. Have you used your diversion, Brad? No, I've still got a diversion up my sleeve, oh, eh? Boy. Boy. Yeah, no, I have. It, what sort of cr- level of crime does it get you to? There must be where, like, there's no... <laughs> You don't, you can't knock someone off and then go. Oh, I haven't used my diversion yet. Yeah. Like you know the total, the, total free pass. How bad of a where does that diversion end? I wouldn't mind. Well, going I have out used my, you, you you know I've used my diversion, Brad. Have you? Um, yeah. So this is at least you can do this and get off this. Well, you could in two thousand seven. Yeah. Um, just a bit of drunken tomfoolery and. Uh, broke a barrier arm in a car park, and uh, yeah, that that uh, that, that was enough to get, yeah, enough to have my division taken off me. That's all is, right, though, that's fair yeah, enough. I was remorseful, it was 
probably regrettable, but uh, yeah. So that's that might. Jeez, I've been chased. Point. I've been chased a lot. I've been chased a lot, especially as Groms. I remember this is actually almost a little bit of a tales or a nunga. In Greymouth. Oh, uh, yes. We, Teats, Teats was uh, gagging for yeah. the show, Teats, and part, uh, occasional uh, guests. Yeah, um, and I'll, you had asked me for one before the show, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I've got one, but you know what? I bloody do. The Us Renunga lads, we found, and you go into town, you shoot into town in the week. Nothing was happening in Renunga in the weekend, so you'd shoot into town, and then they, because we were drinking in random spots around the town, they started all these liquor bands. But we found a loophole in the Wrightson's car park in the street. It was like in the centre, but they hadn't painted it red on the posters. And there was they had all these fence posts just piled up. So we called it the logs. And every Friday, Saturday night, there'd be 40 of us all piled in the stack of logs in the middle of town getting pissed. And people slowly got wind of it and it grew out of hand. And in the end, there was like 100 people at the logs. I'd been named the captain of the logs. We treated it like a ship. And I was the captain of the logs, and we'd just sit there and piss up. But then the cops had enough. That was one night we got chased. Sprinting around John Paul's school. Armload of piss and two cops after us. <laughs> yeah, the logs. I forgot about the logs. I can imagine in a, a small town like that, you sort of par for the course. Just have a bit of a, almost like a cartoonish uh, relationship with the, the local yeah, yeah. constabulary. Yeah, it was just kids running around like, running away laughing there was nothing malicious it was just running away even some nights would pretend to be suspicious would go there and would put hoodies up just to get the attention of a cop so then we could run away from the cop god that's that's time wasting eh? that's resources wasted on us now that i think about it far out they could have been doing something better than chasing 14 year olds around greymouth do you reckon the 14, 15-year-olds are, are grey mouth is still doing the same thing? Oh, yeah, probably worse now too. Gee, where's that place? It's like, um, yeah, like, it's crazy. War-torn. <laughs> so we got about eight seconds into Teamless Tuesday there, uh, just to oh, reiterate. Bar- but, but, no, no, that's all good. Barnett uh, back in, onto the bench, current into the pack for... Um, yeah, any well, we talked a bit about um, potential lineups moving forward, Brad, uh, yesterday with Fonz, and I want to get your thoughts. Um, talked a lot about the centres. You mentioned Rocco Berry, uh, Adam Pompey is sort of the, mm. I guess that's still the enigma that hasn't isn't hitting a high enough ceiling for most Warriors supporters. Um, who would you who who are you hoping to see there? Assuming we make the finals, who are you hoping lines up in week one? There's, I put forward the option, which is probably my preferred option of assuming and this is assuming Roger doesn't come back of uh, Ed Cossey coming back onto a wing and bumping Montoya to the center to the centers and and probably Barry dropping out. Okay, and uh, what about the other center? Yeah, uh, yeah, this I'll, and I'll probably just keep Pompey um, as you know. Yeah. Of, you know, almost. Um, Tower, I think, is a real player of the future, but that, one game, and, and he's indefinitely injured as well with that hamstring if he doesn't come back close enough to the, or yeah. far out, far away enough in the finals. It's probably. Jeez, a that's a shame because I was, that, that little oh, bit of footy no. played really excited me. I thought yeah. we had found a uh, game breaking centre again. It's one thing Warriors have lacked for oh, a long time. 
Yeah, yeah, like your Torpy and the likes. We yeah. haven't had just a gun centre for a long time. Mm. Our, um, our game breakers have been tend to be a little flightier and consistent. Yeah, Carter's yeah. Connie Harrell's, though. He looked the goods. It was only one game, but, yeah, hopefully we'll see him back sooner rather than later to maybe push for a spot. I, yeah, I think I'd agree with agree with you there. Because even like Montoya on the wing, we're not getting that much. Well, the ball's probably not going his way as much at the no. moment. But it's it a him in. Finish, but. Yeah, yeah. But Cossie, I think I prefer Cossie on the flank with Dallin. So that means I think Montoya. Yeah, Barry, he still hasn't done... He, I don't even know if he's done half of enough. He's yeah, done. I think he's, he's probably getting carried a bit by. He's been. He's in between um, Sean and and Down, so that's yeah. pretty handy. And and Chance is probably making him look pretty good at the moment. So, so how much just of those four tries to Dallin? How much was smart, quick hands from? Berry in the weekend. Uh, he had two. He was credited with two assists. Did he? In that oh, one. see, uh, yeah, yeah. Fon- Fons was a little bit thought that maybe his uh, assists were a little bit. I don't know if sloppy was the word, just not quite as crisp as they might be. Okay, yeah. Um, and Dallin probably had more work to do than he might have. I'm not, yeah, not too sure about that, but uh, he there yeah, was so one. Actually, he was the first one that he passed classic, far too. I'm oh, sorry. Sorry, I fully talked over you then. But that okay. first one, did he almost pass it too early as opposed to drawing yeah. the man? Yeah, and it sort, sort of, of looked like that. It just didn't look crisp. Like, you know, no, some, yeah. good, good centres know exactly when to pass and it just looks like clockwork, whereas he just yeah. sort of, you know. Yeah, I remember that one actually quite clearly, thinking it was, whoa, that were, it made that harder than it needed to be. The other um, the other thing about again today, the reason I like Cossie back in, he matches Montoya with the, the big carries and the you know big yardage game across 80 minutes. Montoya going to centre is still going to make you well over 100 metres every game carrying from centre, which Barry's not getting anywhere near that. Yeah. And and I've just got that memory of Montoya with that big break with his footy fend um, to set up oh, yeah. against the, um, the Cowboys. That's Might have right. even been for Cossie to finish off. Um, I like what he can do there, and he's not—he's not just a, an absolute gun winger enough to make me want to keep him there at the expense. No, of no, no. He—he's definitely mm. looks for far more work than Barry ever does. Like he—he—he's not—he's not, he's not comfortable just sitting still, is he? He's always got to be sniffing. So he's probably better just even if it's getting more meters than Barry offers. Yeah, it's a shame Barry's—he's just not quite panning out for me at the moment. Yeah. And I think like Pompey, Rocks and Diamonds going about a lot, but I think that edge could be even more potent with him there because he can do some pretty um, special things on occasion. Yeah. And he has a bit more. Yeah, he, ha- he has got it. Actually yeah. gifted, I think. So, you know, that, that edge is absolutely firing at the moment. It could be even better with Pompey. Um, yeah, it's, it's nice. Good, good problems to have. Yeah, isn't it? But what, good that we're not trying to scratch our heads about five positions. It's sort of just the centre configuration with winger, really. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I, was, I had an inkling maybe that Cossie might come in uh, this week after returning in New South Wales Cup last week. Um, but, yeah, he's not there. He's not on the uh, reserves either. So Yeah. So. But we'll go in 1-17 to 17 on Friday night. Um 
just looking at South Sydney's team. Might as well run you, run yeah. you through the whole lot. Yeah, not familiar. Uh, so Latrell Mitchell out to around twenty-one. Blake Taff at fullback. Uh, Alex Johnson, Richie Kenner on the wings. Isaiah Tass, Campbell Graham in centres. Um, yeah, Cody Walker, Lachlan Elias in the halves. Tavita Tatola, Hami Sale are your props. Damien Cook, um, Kaon Kalamantangi, and Michael Sheekham in the second row. Cameron Marriott Lock. Um, new faces on the bench. Saliva Havili, who made his debut for the Warriors, and Sh- and Shaq Mitchell. They're both returning for Jacob Host and Jed Cartwright, and the other two on the interchange are Davy Moali and Tom Burgess. So a pretty fair side, but they just haven't looked any good um, over the they've last five They tired. Weeks. Real tired yeah. for some reason. Like just, toothless uh, almost. They come back and that was it St. George that tipped them up and they only sort of made it look better because they got a couple of tries. Yeah. That was half. Uh, that Elias hasn't been playing that great, has he? No, and so Walker has uh, Walker's been out for a couple of games and he came back on Sunday and was terrible um, in a 31-6 to loss to the Cowboys. Um, yeah, just just could not get his timing right, throwing balls over the sideline, putting people under pressure. It just wasn't happening for him. He's their danger man, obviously, especially with the trail out. Um, just a few stats. So they they won their previous six. Then Parramatta smashed them out of nowhere. And that started a run of four losses in five games, only one win against the Titans. Um, they didn't concede more than 20 points across their first 11 matches. And everyone sort of had them as you know, the absolute uh, biggest challenger to Penrith. Uh, since then, they've conceded 28-plus points in every game in five games. Still sure. scoring some points until last weekend where they only got the one try. But, yeah, uh, kind of a confusing drop-off when it's – they have had enjoy arrows out. Murray's missed some time, a bit of time, Walker. But really, at the moment, it's yeah, it's Arrow, who they're probably well covered for, and um, and Mitchell out. So. Mitchell just adds 10 feet to that team, though. He, he, yeah, he is the year. difference in that team, Ari. How, long, how many games has he been out for in terms of those losses uh, and that? He's he been out. played the first one against Parramatta, and he's been out since then. So. Yeah, it does seem toothless or rudderless without him. He, yeah, similar last year when, when he had a bit it? of a spell out, and then they... Yeah, he returned and they just started firing straight away and went all the yeah. way to a prelim. So I'm quite happy he's missing that because that Blake oh. Taff, he's good for two handling areas a game at the yeah. back. Well, Latrell's close to the most influential fullback in the game. I think yeah. he lined up all 16 fullbacks um, in, that are playing this weekend. Blake Taff is just about the, the one you'd pick last. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Unfortunately. He's a goer, but he's small and he's just not really adding a hell of a lot to them. The what was that little Nathan someone at the Cronella back in the day? Uh, got tackled by the, Nathan, yeah, that's what he sort of reminds me of. Uh, or Gardner. No, Gardner. Gardner. The, the little fullback. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gardner, that's the one. Yeah. So I reckon uh, Taff will do real well in the Super League. <laughs> you put, you're putting the feelers out for him? <laughs> oh, yeah, Lee. Maybe the Lee Leopards. I don't know. We'll have to see who's looking. I'm just looking at a couple of the matchups this weekend. Dallin uh, up against Alex Johnston. The, Brad. The Doyen of NRL try scorers up against the well, currently the hottest winger in the comp, 12 tries in his last eight games. Uh, great match up there. 
Yeah, Johnson keeps delivering, eh? He's a good player. He, we had, he had a he, so he set up two tries with kicks. Uh, those were his only two assists, but and he scored a try. He had heavy involvement in, in all six of the other tries. Some, um, you know, digging into the line, playing out the back, and yeah, yeah, setting in motion. He's just on fire at the moment. Really loving his chances at the Dally M, especially if old uh, well, Walshy might be out of out of contention. Yeah. Yeah, Walsh needs to calm down a bit, doesn't he? He's getting a little bit too big for his britches. Yeah, I I love the uh, the sort of passion and the bit of fire at the end of the Origin, but he was just all over the shop against the Titans. <laughs> that was a every... horrendous game. <laughs> How many times did they go to the bunker and old Casey denied them? <laughs> she was right every time, though. But, she was, um... yeah, she was. <laughs> it always seems to be the way it, poor old Casey's in the bunker. It always seems to be it's high traffic, eh? Yeah, yeah, where you, she's having to make decisions to cause a boil over. Yeah, you get um, all these old blokes, get that bloody woman out of there. Second. <laughs> um, a couple of other matchups of interest. Um, all the halves, Metcalf and Johnson um, against Walker and Elias. Uh, yeah, I think putting a bit of limiting Walker's time is crucial. He's run rings yeah. around us before. Um, but yeah, it obviously didn't go well that, that well on Sunday. Johnson just keeps uh, turning up. I think we're quite well matched against those halves. The one yeah. that does give me a little bit, Campbell Graham up against Adam Pompey. Graham probably centre of the year. He's so probably if... my favourite centre going around. God, yeah. he just does it correctly, doesn't he? Yeah, and can score in like a load of tries too. Yeah. So, yeah, good good matchup. Hopefully uh, Pompey can handle him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah, the, the way Adam Fennell Blake's going up front, it's not too many. Front rows that they're matching at the moment. Good, good uh, individual battle with Totola, fringe New South Wales yeah. player. And uh, Kalong Matangi in the second row, he is playing um, for a New South Wales spot, really. He is in the, in the uh, 19, I think, for game two. Really? And they'll be looking oh. to make some changes. So, Would you want to? I'd, I'd retire from wreck footy or something <laughs> <laughs> just to avoid that team at the moment. Screw yeah, it. You dug the hole. You get out Lovely. of it. Yeah. <laughs> Shit in your own nest, my friends. I'd send them all back out there. All of them. Even Cleary injured. Come on. You can go out too, you prick. You're part of this. What a mess. Yeah. Yeah, have Freddie off the bench. Uh, <laughs> Cook and Cook and Egan, uh, great battle there. Um, yeah, Cook's still elite, but Egan's. I think um, it was a Webster saying the other day, great rates him in the top four hookers in the game, which is probably not too far off the mark. The, no, way, he's, I, I don't, the way he's playing, far out. Yeah, we have got real lucky the way he's developed. A couple of dusty. Uh, he pulled out the no look. The no look. He did. I see. It a yeah. Bit more and, um, and it. And it backfired. So just put it back in your pocket yeah. when you don't need to wait. <laughs> wait. Yes, yeah, sort of a wake up call. Um, yeah, Paul and, and Cameron Murray, you know what you're going to get from both of them. Paul yeah. was outstanding last week. Uh, Murray, the heart and soul of that South team. Both Pretty well in. matched. Yeah, I just, oh, it's all about form at the moment. The Warriors have. Yeah. big wins and you know despite uh not 
being at their best, they won easily last week. Um, South are just in all sorts. And that place is going to be hostile on Friday night. Sell out. Sell out a week out. I mean, this, yeah. these, this, good on you, people. I mean, great work to the, everyone at the club. The team, obviously, are, are, are doing the job, and that's why we're packing out Mount Smart. But, you know, to the club as well. Um, yeah. You know, to it's get the full house lines up. That's, you know, it's 95 all over again, but we're playing better footy. Um, just wanted to look at this rivalry, Brad. Okay. So, okay. Uh, we've lost 13 of our last 14 against South, living the last seven straight, the only win in that time. So that, that run started way back in 2013. The only um, win in that time was that memorable round one win in Perth. That sort of kicked oh, off that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 5 run uh, to open Optus Stadium over there. So, Pretty slim picking since then. A uh, couple of tight ones, a lot of hidings. Last year, we looked like we we're going to get belted by 60, and then we came home with a wet sail and magic round. It was 32-30 in the end, but never really a chance of winning that one. And then 48-10 on Sunshine Coast. So, obviously, a different team, though. Um, yeah. Gee, that mate, those stats. That, I'll say Oh, so buoyant. Those stats bring you crashing back to earth, though, don't they? I suppose, like I've always said, Will, records are there to be broken, but that's that makes you a bit nervy. You, that's coined that, you coined that phrase, didn't you, Brad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. I, th- I don't know if I got credited for it, though. That's the, uh, yeah, that's the ongoing battle. It's still in court. Shouldn't really be talking about it. Uh, but yeah, it is, you know, just be a good one to knock off. We haven't beaten them at Mount Smart since 2012. Um, they've won their last three at Mount Smart by 19 plus. So haven't minded coming here in the past. But again, it's a very different lineup that they're, that they're taking on this year. Yeah, well. yeah. The new club. So, God, I'm looking forward to this on a Friday night. It's gonna, yeah. I'll be rolling straight out of my work drinks. On a bit of a hot, it's not too late where I've passed it and I'm trying to watch the I'm, first yeah. half out of one eye until I can open both of them at the same time. But yeah, no, looking forward to this Friday. Might have to get, send some photos of your uh, setups, game day setups. Let's get it going, yeah. people. Yeah. Show us what you're running. The Kai, what Kai are you cruising with? Yeah, watch your Friday night footy meal. Yeah, yeah, I might, I might make up some chicken wings. I'm a big chicken wing man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been trying to, I'm trying to get it sorted today. I got the, like I said, I got the bar, and we're trying to, because it is Friday. It's like right, I'll put effort into getting internet up to the workshop so I can cast it onto the TV up there. Two trips to Noel Leeming today. Went and got the first one, come home, plugged it all in, started talking, and then nowhere on the box it said Wi-Fi. So I was like, oh, you had to plug a get a normal computer into it to get it up. And it's just like, ah, packed it all back up, back into Noel Lehman, seen Wesley again. Oh, no, I went back to Malachi. I had Malachi at first, and he put me wrong. So he put me on to Wesley. Wesley tells me, no, nah, this is the one you do. I said to Wesley, is it, you just plug it in, and it goes. He goes, yeah, yeah, you just plug it in, and it goes, magically goes. I get home, open the box. I've got to scan a QR code. I've got to download an app. I've got a link. I've got a sign passwords, friggin' 
15,000 different passwords and that to try and remember, and it's back in the box, and I'm taking it back to Wesley to shove it up his ass tomorrow. Sick to death of this. Uh, this technology's not it's easy, never eh? easy. It's never be no. easy. Far um, out. Give me strength. I've, yeah, I'm going through, well, I've been through similar things, Brad. Now, about the stand-up desk. I was actually proud of the way that came together. No hiccups, despite being not especially handy. Um, even the monitor arms all, all smooth sailing. <laughs> Alan Keyes of, involved? Uh, yeah, Alan Keyes, screwdrivers, the whole the whole nine yards. Um, <laughs> drill, drill was out. You'd be signing me up for an apprenticeship. Oh, I've got the picture. I wish I was just a fly on your wall while you're putting that together. It wasn't it go- quick, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it was an all-day job. Um, so we had the snafu with the headphones. It's well documented. And then yeah. uh, I've made the move from a from the old uh, the old rig, the PC. After eight years, put her out to pasture, running off a, a new laptop. Thought I'd transferred over everything I needed to transfer over, and oh, the amount of website passwords and addresses and logins and stuff that just that I'm starting from square one. It's worse than the credit card <laughs> expiring. And now, Every yeah, time I'm, you go open it, log it. Oh you I'm sure I'm sure smart smarter people than me just have that shit all synced up ready to go. But I'm somewhere oh, just in the cloud apparently. It's in the cloud oh, apparently. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Next time. So I'm somewhere yeah. in between a tech-savvy person and Brad, whose life falls apart if placemakers <laughs> stopped uh, giving out free diaries at the start of at the end of each year. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh. it's, been, it's been a test, that's for sure. But it's funny, when I write a quote, I write it handwritten in pen on a bit of refill, rip the page out and give it to Trace, and she, she knows how to magically put it into computer format quite out of it yeah i just don't like i was telling you earlier of my skype my skype on this computer instead of downloading skype i must have just downloaded a shortcut to download skype so every time i go on the computer i've got to reinstall skype because i've only got the shortcut on my desktop every time you got about you got about 80 versions of skype (laughs) there'd be shit just on in the background somewhere (laughs) true yeah that's out of it there will be be. how many podcasts we done they're all going to open up they're all going to open up at once one day and i'm going to have like max headroom (laughs) jumping at me yeah Yeah, so no i'm not tech savvy at all i didn't that's why i was a builder i wanted to hide but you can't hide from it anymore yeah, they, they whatever you're doing, they want you to incorporate it. Oh, sick of get. I just stop now. If they want to, if they want a password in an email, nah, nah. And I run a. Do you run a junk? We are not talking about rugby league. Do you run a junk email? Like the Dominoes, Dominoes. That's oh, like yeah. my, hot, my hotmail. If we revert back to the old days, my hotmail. That's my junk email. So anything that I don't want to see. Dominoes and that, so I'm never opening it. That all goes to that one, and then I've got the another email that, and I write only things that I want to see come to me that I'll read. So yeah, so there's eight thousand two hundred and seventy-one in the junk email at the moment, unread. Well, I'm running out of room in the Gmail. I'm up to like ninety something percent, and I I don't want to have to pay so I, uh, for extra storage. So I'm 
treading water trying to get rid of things that oh man <laughs> yeah keep just on. Tight. Um, right where were we up to with league uh yeah i think we well, how are you feeling about this brad we're um favorites which is well, i guess it's understandable the way we've been going we're on are we South favorites on the out. aussie market as well though yeah yeah are we across the board i thought yeah obviously be a bit shorter here yeah. um dollar 69 here i think we're probably more around the 170 something on the australian markets but uh, yeah yeah no, we should I'm, I'm, I'm com i'm oh, God, yeah i'm confident i reckon we can do this the way that south have been playing it's been pretty mud what they've been up to yeah. and it's well, no different who have they got back recently that haven't been i suppose you got the you got damien cook but has he even yeah. been at his best cook this year uh at, at times i think it's been good has enough. He? um yeah. yeah and he played on Sunday, obviously, on the back of Origin, so was Murray. Um, you'd think they'd be better than they were losing 31-6 to six against yeah. the Cowboys at home on Sunday, but they're on a five-day turnaround. And so looking at that result, looking at our recent results, and it's a big occasion, big sold-out crowd. I mean, I'd be a little disappointed if we don't touch them up a bit. On yeah, oh, that's, that's where I'm sitting. That's where I'm um, sitting too. I hope the weather doesn't. I hope the weather plays its part. I don't want some stinking pissing down Friday night in Auckland. I wonder what the yeah. weather's doing in Auckland. Vamp. <laughs> well, I've got a few stats uh, here yeah. for you, Brad. Um, now, call me old-fashioned, I still like to uh, look at wins and losses as a as a, um, as a yardstick yeah, how, yeah, how yeah, teams yeah. going. I mean, I don't know if that's still a thing, wins and losses. <laughs> the Warriors have uh, at nine and six. They've already equaled their highest season win tally since 2018. Um, so the previous four years, we didn't we didn't win any more games, and we've already won at this stage with what, yeah, nine, nine games to play. Um, love this one. Warriors have won nine of their first 15 for just the fifth time in their history. So the yeah. other times, yeah. Not other times with 1995. Uh, I think we yeah we ended up going 13 and nine in a 22 round comp. Uh, missed the finals on four and against after having a after having that uh, those two points stripped. So um, you know you count that as they should have made the finals. 2002 was another one where they obviously won the minor premiership and made a grand final. 2003 we finished sixth, made a prelim, and uh, 2018 we got off to that flying start. Um, and eventually finished eighth in a crazy even comp and bounced out in week one. But, yeah, just uh, another indicator of how, I guess, rare the season is for the Warriors. Yeah. Even our even our really good seasons, you know, you look at 2007, 8, uh, 2011, when we had a grand final, we're coming from kind of 50% records at this stage of the season and coming home with a wet sail. So shows what a platform that they've Set up. That, yeah, they've given themselves every opportunity to get the top four, haven't they? Like yeah. Staying well, in touch. The, the type of team that plays the, the type of way that, you know, that that uh, gives yourself a good chance to carry on and, and, you know, go on from this platform. 2018, they didn't win more than two in a row after that 5-0 and start, so they're, they're pretty patchy uh, still yeah. that year. Um, 
And I did have, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'll be good just to thing. go. I'd like to go two weeks into the finals, eh? That would be pretty cool. Have a couple yeah, of I'm, weeks into the final. It, just the way it's shaping up at this stage, I'm almost disappointed with anything less than the prelim. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, and, and if and if you finish top four, if you you know if you don't get a prelim out of that, then whether it's winning in week one or losing week one and beating a lower ranked team in week two, you're probably a bit disappointed with how you've gone in the finals. So I think prelim is where we kind of should be aiming if we're looking at top four. Um, looking at the, and we talked about the draw in depth yesterday, Yeah, especially if we beat South. So I can, I can see us being the favourites for every remaining game because Parramatta the week after, that's over there, but no Moses or uh, Barlow. Um, yeah, yeah, I actually got to Canella at home, and then Raiders at home, and then the last five games are all against teams who, by that stage of the season, might be absolutely yeah. cooked as far as the finals race goes. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what those teams do. They, um, yeah, that's uh, what is the what is the lowest position that gets a home semi in that first week? Uh, so one and two, one and two, and five and six. One and two, and five and six. Because it's top four plays off the prelim spots. Ah. And then uh, five. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Five, yeah, sorry. five versus eight, six versus seven uh, elimination games. So, yeah, you'd think even a, even a bit of a patchy run home, you'd think we're finishing five or six. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a high likelihood. If, if we semi. carry on the way we are, it's highly likely we'll end up with a at least a home semi. Yeah. As we said, only a couple of a couple of losses in a row, you know. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but you why know, not? Like, why not dare to dream as well? Exactly. With, yeah, yeah. Like, just ride it each week and. Yeah. Because the yeah, I, I think the most encouraging thing, as far as you know, when I think oh, I'm getting a bit carried away, is the fact that they don't lose badly. Um, I'll run the stats, but I'm sure um, that at the end of the season, this is going to be an historically good season as far as not getting pumped goes. Like yeah. our biggest loss <laughs> yeah. was, was that 14 nil loss to the Roosters on the back of Anzac Day. Even in 2002, I think we lost 44 nil to the Roosters. So, um, yeah, it's, it's actually, yeah, it, yeah, it is such a different team. And we're used to getting getting towed up to 2018, I think, after that, that amazing start. We lost a couple of games by 20, 30 points to teams like the South and the Roosters. You know, it's just not happening to us. This yeah, year. I've, bump, I've bumped into a lot of people that that just more and more every week. There's more people that I bump into talking about, and even some of them don't know I'm a league fan. And they'll they'll go, "Oh, what are you up to? Oh, I'm going home to watch the league this week. I've got into the league this year. Rugby's. I'm a little bit lost with rugby at the moment, so league's just better to watch. It's growing yeah. immensely here. Crazy how many people are saying the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Cool. Um, and it's, it's cool. They're the team to be proud of. Yeah, and it's you know, and it's why well, in the sport too, the you know, is just killing it. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah. Just a, yeah, it's it, it's crazy how quickly it's become the sort of new normal as well, though. Like yeah, maybe yeah. or maybe you're just sort of holding back a bit because of that residual pain. I don't know. Just, <laughs> yeah. uh, I feel yeah. like I should be more amped than I am, even though I'm pretty amped. Maybe it's because there's such a high ceiling potentially this year. Um, yeah, I, I think I think whatever 
people label them the bandwagon jumpers, but though the newer people too, they're a bit more positive about, you know, that you they're all you sort of get caught in there. Oh yeah, no, they're killing it. They're and you're like, oh yeah, but knowing you're like a beaten dog sitting there, yeah, yeah. knowing the ones that have like tapped out during those sort of long <laughs> low patches. Yeah. But... They just come back so positive. Yeah, they're killing it. And you sort of get, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though you remember him friggin' just nine months like ago. A, yeah. Oh, is Clinton Torpy still playing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet. What else have we got going on, man? Now, uh, Brad, everyone likes to hear about you've seemed to uh, pick up on the little foibles and weird stuff that happens around Dunedin. And you sent me something. I've saved it here. I have. Hopefully you work out who it is. It's almost like a, for people that had noticed I had spotted Desi Hasler builders, and then who was the other one? Well, who was I've the other coach that uh, I noticed down yeah. South Dunedin? Uh, another name. Uh, what, was it Wayne Bennett? Was it was it? Wayne Bennett, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it was in a Wayne week. Bennett. You saw yeah. a Desi Hasler so and Wayne famous, it's, it's Now it's attracting Hollywood royalty. Well, I'm looking at this photo you sent me, Brad, and it looks like you've uh, run into Larry David at the fish and chip shop. <laughs> exactly. Now, he played it down. He really played it down and tried to – he didn't want – he just like, no, 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 that's not me. And I, but I knew he knew I knew. Let's put it that way. So, yeah, he was he was a bit hesitant about autographs at first, but, um, yeah, I got stuck into him. Me and the boy, Otis, actually got his chest autographed. Boy, Larry, how much of a Larry David? That, if that's not Larry David, I'll eat my hat. Yeah, that is a good one. You see some groups where you'd, people would just take a photo of any bald guy and call Larry David and they get panned, but that is an absolute beauty. Wolf. <laughs> Are we invading this guy's privacy? Oh, yeah, I know. I, yeah, as no, soon as I took it, it, I wanted to put it up, but I was like, oh, you yeah. blur his face, but it's like, oh, hang on. That's sort of his <laughs> yeah. identifying attributes. Yeah, because his, his face looks like him too. I think that's the bit. And, and uh, what he's wearing. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's the whole hog. There's a pair of kind of like slats instead of jeans. It would be. That's why healthy. I refused to refuse to believe him when he said he wasn't. I was like, <laughs> now fuck off, Larry. <laughs> fuck, I'm not as stupid as you look, mate. Ah, oh, outstanding. Um, now, Brad, how we've talked about it on the pod before. You've been quite open, and it's it's almost I think like a. A service to the community uh, talking about your your body and your health <laughs> and how things are going it's been a while since we've talked about it is uh you got any updates in that department for us oh like you, you sort of put it in the list i thought i'd just give a rundown of what's sort of troubling me at the moment in terms of injuries so because yeah. it's winter i've got a sore pinky from what i when i dislocated it um ever since Not i started gout, what's that no nah, i dislocated no 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 gout I've got two buggered thumbs because I started playing gaming four years ago and it's wreaked havoc on my thumbs. <laughs> Can hardly move them. I've got a bad back. I kicked my toe running up a client's staircase the other day and that's bruised and sore. I had to get up at three in the morning to get an ice pack. Oh. I've got a roll, I rolled my ankle a year ago, still giving me shit, and two blown out knees. Other than that, oh, and a little varicose vein. Just a wee yeah, one. Just start. Now, just start the show. I, I just starting the show. I've seen this in the flesh, and I've also 
had uh, two varicose vein procedures myself in the last couple of years, so I'm, I'm well-versed in this area. Brad's leg looks like a, a topo map of West Coast rivers. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the Hokitika River dominating his calf. It's, it's bright blue. <laughs> Is it blue? Branching off. It's got the... It starts way up at the Southern Alps too. Yeah, yeah. It's fed it's, by uh, a glacier. It's all glacial, glacier fed. Yeah, you can have just... people white baiting. <laughs> <laughs> Sell white bait stands <laughs> on my calf. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you got to get that. You got to get that health insurance upgraded so you can go and get that taken care of for free. Well, I've been off the diaries for more than two years now, so I can actually. It is worth, because we signed up for health oh, insurance, yeah. and because I was smoking, Trace goes, nah, you're not worth that much. <laughs> <laughs> so she wouldn't insure me, but I've been off for two years, and that's the cutoff date. So I can actually get health insurance, and then on I'll get that on the Monday, and then book in on the Tuesday for a little, <laughs> a little varicose vein and maybe a vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Swampy. I hope I'm not out of turn by saying this about Swampy. But he had an ingrown hair in the top of his ass cheek, and he had to get an operation to get that in. So I've he had said, that. "Oh, you've had that? Yeah, polynodal sinuses. I was, I was like twenty. It's fucking horrible. Yeah, and stays yeah. open and it's got to heal itself from the inside, eh? Pack it yeah. with gauze. No, he, no, this was ages ago. But while he was there, he thought, thought might as well kill two birds with one stone. He got them to roll them over, and he got a vasectomy the same time. Oh. <laughs> so he, can't, so he, he had a hunk cut out, out of his ass, <laughs> cut out of the front of him. I don't know what he sat on. <laughs> I don't think Stand that donut's going to help. No. <laughs> so, yeah, no, he's a hard doer, old swamp. A hard doer. Uh, um, how did the vasectomy go, though? I've, I've heard some horror stories. Yeah, I've, I worked with a guy that had had, had two, uh, three vasectomies and two reversals. I doubt you might. I know. He used to work with me and I always joked that that was what was going to be on his headstone. Danny Glover, three <laughs> vasectomies, two reversals. <laughs> yeah, that guy so. really hates uh, condoms, huh? <laughs> Just can't, doesn't feel the same, yeah. mate. Doesn't feel the same. Oh, shit. We're wandering. Should we shut this uh, shit out, Steph? Did you just say his name was Danny Glover? Yeah. Isn't isn't that the name of the ghost of Lethal Weapon? <laughs> yeah, it is. That's a funny thing. And he's not the only Danny Glover I know. He's the second Danny Glover I've met in my life. <laughs> I remember he was at the... Oh, far out. This is not about rugby league at all, this pod, but sorry. Uh, I remember he had to... One of, the, one of the vasectomies, the last vasectomy... He had to get a sample and he forgot to do it at home. So he went to the portal at work while we're on the building site to get a sample to make sure they weren't swimming. So we knew he was in there getting himself. So we were biffing rocks and that against the toilet. And it took him about an hour because he couldn't concentrate. What what year was this? Is this where you've you know, know. got the, the world wide web at your fingertips and he can no. get some assistance or is he just yeah. using his this is 2011. Oh man, you're probably struggling to yeah, get the data to uh, get <laughs> yeah. on when you, you know Wi-Fi. Oh, uh, you just get the bend on catalog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so pulling it right back from 
something's nothing to do with rugby league to something that's barely to do with rugby league, Brad. Um, mm. I've noticed that the NRL on Facebook, and I like this initiative, they've um, been getting the old player and, and uh, publishing their pump-up, their pre-game pump-up mix. Yeah, 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 and you know we're big music fans, and we like looking at this sort of thing and what people are into. We used to we uh, actually had a a bit of a run going when I was still working for big league and interviewing coaches, getting the types of music they're into and that sort of thing. That's all right, we did too. Um, so they yeah we've had Moses in by Alex Twole, Gutho, uh, John Bateman, Toby Rudolph. Now, I don't like to yuck anyone else's yum, uh, particularly when it comes to music. <laughs> particularly when it comes to music, each to their own, and if it makes you happy, go nuts. But subjectively speaking, these pump-up mixes suck. I, I don't hold much hope for any of those guys. Guffo, big country fan? I can't believe they can even play footy after listening to that. <laughs> just to, just to, like this, they'll have the odd one. <laughs> Odd decent one. I read Moses Imbies was the uh, most recent and started. All right, Dr. Dre, California Love. Yeah, I can get on board with that. Mm-hmm. Billy Peppers Under the Bridge. Well, not really a pump up song, but still a classic tune. And then, yeah, just goes to custard. Um, Dom Dollar, DJ Khaled. Alex Twell. No wonder he didn't score a try for 116 games. His number one was, uh, and great song, but Belinda Carlisle, Heaven on Earth. Is uh, he is he in there listening to that? It can't be. Must be their favourites, not Pump Up. Surely, he he also has Estelle in there. No Scrubs by TLC. <laughs> uh, Gutho's number one. Set Fire to the Rain by Adele. Um, what? Yeah, I I I can't handle I can't handle that woman yelling at me. <laughs> yeah, She's screaming at me. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not not Brad's fault. Um <laughs> I, I had hope I had hopes for John Bateman from the north of England and some, something a bit grittier. His is just about the worst. Uh Follow Me by Uncle Cracker. Oh. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. John and, Boy. And, and uh Cole plays Viva La Vida. Unbelievable. Uh Toby Rudolph is probably the most tasteful, although Saved tonight by Eagle Eye Cherry. There's nothing pump up on there at all. Yeah. Um, oh, so got me thinking, bit. Brad. What would yeah. you? Did you? Did you have a bit of time to have a look at this? What would you put on your pump up playlist? Okay. I know. I always know it because I still imagine it. Uh, it'll be. Is it the cult? She sells century. Ah, yep. That one. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, probably that, and even probably the cult. Wild Hearted Son might. Just about get in there. Maybe not on the same day, but um, Fear Factory, Zero Signal would be another pump-up song. And it would have to be probably something by Public Enemy or, yeah, maybe a Public Enemy tune. Yeah. Nice. Um, Or what's that? Ah, damn it. Far out. No, I can't even think of his, I can't even think of his name. You go. I've got a, a few here for you. Um, these are this is actually straight from my uh, pump up playlist for when I'm playing Aussie Rules. So crank oh, so you uh, have it. You're still in the game. Yeah, nice. Um, so yeah, always a bit of Death Grips. Bottomless Pit is the uh, the go to for them. Um, Run the Jewels. I'm a darling. Don't cry by them. Bit of White Zombie. 
um, you know, probably Thundercast 65 by them is, is their uh, oh, yeah, yeah, song yeah. that is, it gets me going. Jamie T, I Tina. Yeah. The ripper. song I Tina, nothing by I Tina Turner. Um, song that we both love, Brad Grimes, Flesh Without Blood. Yeah, that's a goodie. Yeah. yeah. Another one you put me on to, actually, Wugazi, the, uh, the Fugazi Wu-Tang Clan mashup album. Um, nowhere to wait off that. Unbelievable. Usually, yeah, but a dizzy distillers, all the mirrors. Um, yeah, nice. Wild by Husker Do. Yeah, what have us look at in there? Some Latigra, the Bronx, Danny Brown. Come back to a bit of the Prodigy, actually, from that Fat of the Land album. Keeps Invaders Must Die is a ripper. Listen yeah. to the title title song of Invaders Must Die. That's a ripper song. Um, what are, Onyx Slam Harder? Will oh, be yeah. on. Um, and Mint Royale, show me. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it goes without saying that, that sucker. That's when you're, yeah. Yeah. That's one I'm learning on the drums. Oh, nice. Um, Bangley, Bangley's in, all into a playlist for you. Um, if you're interested, certainly better than what some of the, uh, I'm just waiting for a player to come out with some, you know, yeah, so a bit of culture, a bit of music culture. Yeah. Um, and it's not that we're yeah, that we're ten years older than these fellas or more. These guys like have got a bunch of old stuff in there. It's just very bland, <laughs> middle of the road sort of stuff. Oh, maybe but we to their own. Yeah, never meet your heroes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you got much else to add, Brad? I've got a no. Couple. I think we're done. We haven't even talked about rugby league. It's been quite not a little throwback of our just wobbly mess, isn't it? Yeah, we need to get nice. the thruple back together next week for a nicely yeah. organised quality yeah. podcast. I think the fans deserve it after this. But I no, feel, that's me. Feel a little bit more unencumbered though. You know, having done one with Fonzie yesterday, people got their their analysis from Fonz. So yeah, you know, gave us a bit of free reign tonight. It's been we've nice. all we've all got our part to play in this little thruple, don't we? It works well, and we love putting it out hey, there. How lucky am I to have a couple of blokes like you? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, speaking of beloved Fonz, a uh, couple of shout outs that he didn't get to today. He, he was uh, down around the ground scouting at Henson Park, uh, <laughs> yeah. Newtown's um, spiritual home there. And a shout out to Andrew and Danielle and uh, Beth and Mark, who were all at Henson Park on the weekend. Uh, new listeners to the podcast so welcome aboard if you're listening today i'm sure you and they've met did uh, they have they seen stick well yes though <laughs> one of the uh one of the unmasked he's like banksy mm. oh he's not dear yeah. actually speaking of shout outs one shout out to a dude one of a good mate of mine tyler tyski rodden he always, every week, I didn't even realise he was listening, every week he'll text me a thing about the pod and that. So he's been committed. So Tyski, cheer to you, brother. And if anyone does like drumming, go to Tyski Mix on Twitch and watch Tyski's drumming channel. Wait. A um, couple more shout-outs. Oh, the Joel and Tim Show, outstanding podcast. Oh, nah, servant, aren't they? Yeah, get into that. If you like the more obscure parts of... Me, me and Brad chatting, mostly Brad, I guess, uh, chatting away and rambling. You will love these guys, and they're great supporters of this podcast as well. Um, 
yeah, get into the Joel and Tim show. I got that right, round the right way, didn't I? I'll put a, I Joel and Tim? Little, Tim and Joel. Joel and Tim. Oh, you, Jesus, you have one of them coming here. In the uh, podcast article, there'll be a little uh, embed of their latest episode. A um, couple more, just while we're on a roll, to shout out for just the support. Obviously, all our patrons, our beloved 32 patrons. Uh, yeah, grateful for your support. We'll have a couple of them on in the near future. Um, can't say enough how much we've appreciated yeah. their support over time. Um, certainly haven't forgotten about you. A few on Twitter that are very active on on Twitter, engaging and promoting with um, with me and Fonz or this Warriors life and Fonz. Um, someone well deli- at delightful delightful dime. She goes uh, her handle or, or name is add your name, uh, but she's hard case. She's been doing some hard yards in the stock room listening to the podcast the last couple of weeks. Um, but worth a definitely worth a follow. She gets stuck into the more uh, more uh, arrogant and um, sensitive supporters of the other team and doesn't pulls no punches. It's uh, good good for you. Uh, also, Simon Griffin. He's always uh, always listening. Always uh, got some insightful stuff to say. Shippy as well, and Ken Mace, and as well as the old Domo MC. He's always the old stage array. He's yeah, always yeah. sniffing around, old Domo. Uh, yeah. And another, I don't know if he's a newish listener. He's he's been engaging on Facebook lately uh, with great vigor. Sean Sexton, shout out to you, buddy. Uh, he's so enthusiastic about the podcast. I almost think he's being sarcastic. It's that I just can't imagine anyone being <laughs> that excited about the podcast. But he seems genuine. He actually. <laughs> He actually asked the other day if uh, we could do a review on a Monday and a preview on a Thursday, uh, and also if we could uh, wash his car, pick up his dry cleaning, <laughs> take him to the airport, help him move. Um, just, just warning you, Sean. This, I know we've done two in a couple of days. This is not regular programming. It's just uh, wanted to get these out with with the two boys, um, and yeah, we won't be doing that every week. Don't get your hopes up, pal, but great to have you on board. Um, people. The same goes from me to everyone Will's just mentioned. Very much appreciated the support. There's a lot to choose from, and I'm stoked that you choose us as one of them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, Tune in to thiswarriorslife.com on Friday post-game for uh, TWR's match report and the Kings Container Crew player ratings. Thanks again to Kings Container Crew. That's Kings with a Z. Kingscontainercrew.com. Again, to all our Patreons and Brad, thank you to you, mate, for uh, making this time on a Tuesday night. It's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Not a bother, my brethren. <laughs>